colours in white and blue We like to win in style, we've done it for a while It's better to aim very high Then our football story will echo with glory It's ASD here. Now, I've just got home and just started editing the show, and I've realised I've really cocked up the first eight to ten minutes of the recording. So, please bear with me. I'm sorry. Stick with it. We'll be back to normal service in ten minutes and next week. Thanks. Bye-bye. Hello, and welcome to Echoes of Glory, Season 5, Episode 30. I'm a very croaky ASD. Who are you? I'm Jack. Good, Jack. Back like a renegade master. Who are you? Abbas. Abbas, nice to see you. No. That's the boring stuff out of the way. Uh, (laughs) Thanks a lot. Yeah, yeah, you're overrated, Jack. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get some good for your moves. Uh, we've got podcasting royalty. So first, who are you? I'm um, Javis from the Tottenham Hotspur family podcast. That's a bit of a mouthful. What's that name? Um, long story, not enough time to go for it. Sorry. We're, we're a big family. One team, one dream. Uh, and just to show how inclusive we are on this podcast, we've allowed a foreigner... In Elegance, you're going to Who are you? Yeah, I'm Sean. I'm from uh, the Spurs in Boston group uh, and the 617 N17 podcast. The 617 N17 yep. podcast. What's the 617 mean? Uh, it's the area code for Boston. That makes the first sense. three digits of the phone numbers. Was it also the finisher for Ray Mysterio? 619. <laughs> <laughs> you had that ready to go. <laughs> <laughs> We were meant to meet up yesterday, alright, uh, and podcast, but you went in uh, a fit state to podcast. Yeah, that, that's, that that's a true statement. Uh, a couple of too many surveys at uh, the Bill Nick before the game, made my way down, and one of those things, you leave the bar and then you realise probably could have done without a couple of those, but, yeah. you know, made it through the game without incident, so... Got to say the um, the, well, the the first question is what's our uh, pre-match? Um, have I phrased it pre-match ritual? So let's talk about how you arrived at the game yesterday because this yeah. was a plan that started when uh, I booked my flights in like October. And how like did that. you book the game? For, I booked it six. Well, I booked it for like right. six weeks ago. So about a year ago, I should probably have this at, more information in hand. But it was about a year ago. Um, our little informal club became a formal uh, supporters group. Hey, congratulations. Which, thank you. And uh, most of the time it doesn't really help, except for times like this. Uh, you know, so our, our boss, Ryan Heyman, who I know listens to the show, so shout out to you, uh, did a fantastic job, yeah, contacted the clubs. Yep, we met him last year, that's right. And uh, said, hey, can we go to the Man United game? And they said, sure, how many? And he said, how many will you give me? And they settled on 40. So we actually brought 40 over, which is about double what we brought to Leicester last year. Amazing. Yeah. So, you were in which block were you in? Uh, I was lucky enough to be in 35. It was about eight rows back. Great right right behind one of the goals. Oh, my God. It was <laughs> unbelievable. How much fun did you have yesterday? It was It was quite a day. I've got a bunch of bruises on the back of my legs because I just pulled the people next to me in headlocks. I don't remember which goal it was. And I, I didn't realize how close I was to the seats. And I just yeah, fell yeah. back with two of my friends on top of me. Amazing. So, I'm all, I'm all bruised up from the seat. But, I mean... God, that was so much fun. Man, I was in block 45, 44, one of them with you, Javad, and there were a lot of Americans behind us, all from Boston. It was like, it was like being at a Dropkick Murphy's gig. And they didn't really want to chat to me, which was a bit annoying, but um, they had a great time yeah. as well. Um, Jack, what's your pre-match ritual before well, Tottenham? You know, I, when you said pre-match, I actually thought you meant like as if I was playing a game. What was my pre-match ritual? So I've prepared the wrong question, which I won't. Really I, I won't bore you with the answer to that. Yeah, I'm not but, you know. interested at all. So, what is your pre? Before you go to Spurs, what is your pre-match ritual? Um, you know, I don't really have one to be honest. Like, it's just I just treat it as a normal day. It doesn't really start to build until really we get over there. We tend to get to the ground quite early. We're normally in the ground about 
45 minutes before kickoff. We like to get in, watch the players warm up, chat to the guys next to us. That's that's as much of a, a ritual as it gets for us, really. That's me and my dad when I say us as well. Yeah, yeah. So I can watch the first win. Yeah, exactly. Just normal, normal day. Turn up, easy win over United. Sorted. I always send the same picture <laughs> in a WhatsApp group of Hugo <laughs> saying Carmody Spurs is match day. Yeah. Hugo fist pumping. Amazing. Um, yeah, that's my ritual. Amazing. Every game. Brilliant. Uh, do you have to go to a lot of games? Yeah, right? I don't. If if it varies, um, I think for me, if it's a uh, if it's a midweek game, um, and obviously I'm at work, so quite often it's just a question of just getting to the ground. So mm. it's seldom that I can get there early enough to meet up with other people, or, or I meet up with other people, but I can't get early enough to, to um, go to the pub. So it's, it's quite often just take a seat and watch the game. Um, if it's at the weekends, then it'll be meet up with people as, as we did so with, with yeah. ASD um, at a pub somewhere. Um, interestingly, that's the first time we were at the Pride and I know you. That's my pub. Yeah, I, that's the first time I've been in the pub. Walked past it, never, never, had never been in that pub until yesterday. So oh, there we go. Tell you what, we also went beforehand. Open in November. There's a new chicken shop. As you walk up and turn on the there it is. It's meant to be the new healthy alternative to chicken shops. As you go up, you pass the college, and just as you get to the War Memorial, um, going left, just after, just as you go left, where the old firehouse is, there's a really good new chicken shop. Yeah, and it's not, what does I have? I had a fish burger? Basically a filet of fish, but yeah. eaten. Yeah. <laughs> uh, haddock? Haddock, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I had three pieces of chicken. It was brilliant. So, if you're listening, I'll take free chicken if you're not. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little endorsement yeah. there for the... Uh... It's like a choice of fish, no. It's just, they had um, land fish, chicken. <laughs> 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 um, no, yeah. Um, <laughs> It was very, we were saying it yesterday, it was very on top, um, very on top and high roads because it's, you know, you've got all your fast food outlets and um, chicken and, and, and whatnot, and then you've got something which is just, um, you know, not just in terms of the food, but the decor and whatnot. Um, <laughs> it was a lot. How do you choose which kit to wear? Because how I wear a shirt, do you wear a shirt? Mm. I don't normally wear, if I go to an away game, I wear colours. If if I go to a home game, I normally just go in just regular clothes. But away game is when I normally bring the colours out. Okay, I wear I wear colours. Last game of the season, I always wear my Klinsman or my um, uh, my Sheringham kit just because get get part of the part parcel. But yeah, how do you choose which kit? So for me, if it's an away game, I wear the um, is it the third or is it the away kit? The light blue one. The the Jack button one. Yeah. yeah. Um, home matches, white kit. Brilliant. I just like to every now and then bust out that really, really aggressively yellow one from uh, God, how many years ago it was? Got Modrich on the back. So it was, it was yeah. a Puma shirt. It's really tight fitting. Yeah, yeah. Bright yellow, like highlighter yellow. I was wearing. Oh, I remember the one. Was it Mansion? Has it got Mansion on the front? Yes. Yeah, yes. Yeah, that's the one. That was from like. I think it was like the last year of Mansion sponsorship. I remember. Yeah. I remember. It's like one of the few I didn't have when I was buying shirts. It's like way down in the bottom of my drawer, and every now and then I see it, and I'm like, hey, yeah. it's time. It's time <laughs> to see the light of day again. Uh, we beat Man United. <laughs> <laughs> um, we haven't beaten them in 15 years. Uh, it, w- it was your first game in a year. First game in a year. How were you feeling when you walked in? How was the whole experience? How were their fans? It was it was great. I mean, their fans made a lot of noise. Uh, some pretty clever ones. I liked, uh, you know, you're just a shit Leicester City. Yeah. I thought it was pretty clever. But, uh, no, I mean, they were making noise the whole time. And it was back and forth the whole time. And just having that whole singing experience for the whole time was was unbelievable. Uh, we haven't beaten them. We, ha- we haven't... We were just better than them. Like, it's been a long time since we were we were that good against Man United but it does feel like occasionally we're that good yet we lose you know it was nice did the game change when they brought off that right back or was it just beginning to swing in our favour well, anyway that right back he was only about 18, 19 years old and he? he's a, a kid, fairly new a player like, and he was absolutely quality I couldn't believe how good he was and you think they spent 15, 20 mil on Darmian and they've got this kid coming through the academy like, yeah, and yeah. really you'd take him over Darmian all day yeah. um, and it was interesting that he went off, Darmian comes on, and all the three goals came in that channel where 
where that young kid was before. So I mean, that was that was the turning point. But I mean, having said that, they didn't look like scoring at any point. United, right? no. the best they could have really got would have been a nil nil from what from how the game was going. That was the best result for them. They looked they looked just as poor as they did on the first day of the season, which, which when when ironically they they beat us. Mm-hmm. Um, the thing for me was the first 20, 20, 20 to 25 minutes, the ball, our ball championship was poor, mm. and I think they were capitalising on the fact that we were giving the ball away, and most of their attacks came from that, um, although at, not at any one point, other than I think there was a save that Larice made early in the second half, did they ever look like they were going to mm. score, as you said. So I was fairly confident that, I was quite nervous first half, but I knew that if we get our game together, there's no reason why we... Mm. Why we couldn't um, beat them. What they really reminded me of was us under AVB, like yeah. control of a game, possession, but mm. not really doing anything and not really looking like scoring, but yet having the control and then letting a goal in, arguably from out of nowhere, and then all of a sudden the game just sort of gets away from. That is what it really reminded me of. Well, yeah, I was going to say I thought they defended pretty well, but they all their attacks died about thirty-five yards yeah. away from the goal, so it wasn't even that they they were never even remotely close to yeah. scoring, like you said. So, if that Martial chance went in, would it have been a different game, or do you think we would have still run out three 0 winners, three one winners? Well, <laughs> it would have been a different game because they would have got a lot more. They'd have had eleven behind the ball instead of ten, wouldn't they? That would have been that would have been the difference. But they would have sat a lot deeper and could have just approached the game completely different. Whereas if it's a nil nil, you still have to take a few chances, especially if you're the away team. You still have to gamble every now and then. If you go one nil up, you're not doing any of that. It would probably would have taken off Martial and put. A, Put another midfielder on like, and just completely blocked it out if that had gone in. What was with their team selection? Like Marshall out on the wing, Matter like almost playing like a defensive wing back, and then you had um, who else was in the wrong Young position? up front, young up front. Well. It was just all sorts of wrong. Is that Louis Van Gaal's arrogance? Do you think, or was it was it just he just doesn't know what he's doing, or was was he playing that? Well, they had a few injuries going into the game as well. But even so, you can move them round. Yeah, no, 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 no you're, that's true. But I don't know. I thought he. Picked it pretty pretty close to what he had as a full Your strength. Like you said, it was out of out of shape, but I think, I think it's a sign of the times. I think he's playing percentages because yeah. he's he, he you know in fairness to United they've got a lot of injuries now. You can put that down to their medical staff or, or, or whatever. You know, it, it might be self inflicted. It might be luck, but they have the injuries. So I think he's just playing per- percentages and, and trying to be conservative with the players that he's got got at his mm. disposal. But as you say, someone like Mata. Um, that's really a waste of talent because yeah. he's. I, I looked at him yesterday, and I remember when he played for Chelsea early on, and he always used to cause us a lot of problems. Yeah, yeah. D- he didn't look the same player yesterday. Let's talk about the goals. Um, the first goal was unbelievable play from like Kane battling, getting in there, like really winning it. But for me, that ball from Ericsson was sublime. It was perfect, weren't it? You should put it on a plate for him, and all Ali had to do was tap it in. Oh, and Ali's run like dropped it because we. It was annoyingly it was the far end for all of us, right? We yep. couldn't see it, and being in the south lower, you probably couldn't see much of it at all. But no. we felt it when it went in. You could hear. You can hear. When a goal means something, you can hear by the pitch of the crowd, and it was definitely a very high pitch crowd. And then it, we we just went mental for five <laughs> minutes. I didn't even see the third goal. I didn't see it because we were taking the piss out of the art. Man United yeah. fans who were just getting more and more annoyed. They were getting so angry. Like it was kicking off, wasn't it, at half time? And then um, they they were just getting thrown out all the time because they were getting so angry. Uh, which was your favourite goal out of three of them? Abbas. Lamella. Why? Um, build up play the little it's a little cushion header from Ericsson which was just perfect oh, um, little, little yeah. back. and the ball from Rose who had a brilliant game uh, just on a plate um, Lamella had a lot to do actually in all fairness um, control of the ball uh, he got over it just perfect yeah yeah if I knew all the swear words in Argentinian I would have mm. shouted them all after that first <laughs> chance that he missed because that would have been right in front of you <laughs> yeah. I couldn't believe it because when you're in football you know what's going to happen Like you can see things happening and it's, it's weird it's almost like it happens before you even see it and then you would, everyone got up to celebrate and you just couldn't believe that he missed and I thought oh, it's not going to be our day which of the players would you take into our team Javert out of their players I was say I, was, I thought about this first thing this morning, and um, I was of the opinion none of them. A year ago, I would have said Carrick, even though because you know he's, he's good at keeping the ball, but unfortunately, you know, 
the age question and, and, and he wouldn't fit into Potter's criteria and maybe he'd slow thing, things down. And I was sort of thinking Carrick in the, in the sort of... Who's the lad who played for Leicester last year? Cambiasa? Yeah, yeah. I, was, I was thinking that. Now the irony is, now a year later, we've got Dembele. This miles, you know, we've got a reformed Musa Dembele. Um, scratching my head a bit more, probably Martial. I don't, li- I don't like him in so far as he cost a lot of money and he chose United and he was linked with us. But he's a sort of player that you could see if he had signed for us, Pochettino would have got the best out of him. And I just, I think he's, he's a waste of talent there. He, he was Terry Walker a new one every now and then but tell you what was great when Walker the pipe came on hmm? and Walker gave it as gave oh, yeah. we haven't seen like a, a tussle like that in a while it wasn't like a no one hit each other which is not a shame but <laughs> <laughs> Walker dominated the pipe didn't he the pipe's not small but Walker just like picked him up by the scruff of the neck put him in his place which was great to see um, and Hugo did a great captain's job if you watch it Hugo did a great captain's yeah, job yeah he was second or third guy over there yeah who, um, who was man of the match Probably Lamella, but I think both of the fullbacks had fantastic games. Interesting. So yeah, that's interesting. Who would you go? Dembele. Dembele. That's where I was going. I was thinking um, Toby as well because yeah. they didn't make any last ditch tackles. They should have done for that Martial chance when yeah. he got through, but he just stopped everything and organised that defence. Did, did any one thing I picked up upon yesterday was the fact that so you got the Tongan back and. Vimmer's done a really good job. No, yeah. Nobody's going to um, say otherwise. But Vertonghen was marshalling the defence. He was, he was talking, and I think that took a bit of responsibility and a bit of pressure off Toby. Yeah. Um, mm. I, and I, it was just really good to have um, Vertonghen back with, with, with Toby. Louis van Gaal has come out and said that the reason they played Martial on the wing as opposed to up front was because he needed players to drop in behind, to run in behind. Do you think that was in anticipation of Vimmer playing because he's the slowest turning... He's the Dawson of our current defenders, bless him. That's a bit harsh, but do you know what I mean? Like, do you think that's what it was, or was he just played out of position? Well, no, he's played him up. Well, he's not really played up front all season, Martial, as he's played off the left for pretty much the entire yeah. season. Yeah. When Rooney's played, Rooney's when Rashford's played, Rashford's played up top. He's been on the wing all season. So I, mean, I don't really think of that got much to do. I just think that was Van Gaal making a bit of an excuse. He's an idiot, isn't he, Van Gaal? I just don't understand why you take someone who's so quick, so good on the ball and can glide past players and stick him in a position where most of the game he's going to be at left back, tracking his yeah. like, I don't understand it. It's the argument where we put Ericsson out wide. I'm playing Dev's advocate here because I, I agree, but where they put Ericsson out wide because he, he gets more space and can do more damage when he's got more space but he's less influential because he's not in the middle so I guess it's, it's, it's I don't know if he's less influential on the left I prefer him on the left to being in the middle because he knows when he needs to be a winger he knows when he needs to be make a run beyond the forward he knows when he, to drop off and get the ball whereas I think anyone else who plays on the left doesn't understand that they can mix the game up as much as he is and like yeah. He runs all of our attacks, Ericsson. Even if he doesn't touch the ball, his movement and You're bang on. just everything yeah. about what You're he does. And it's, it's difficult because I know he, he has mixed plaudits and there are some people that don't particularly see what he brings. But when he's, not in, <laughs> when he's not in the team or when he's subbed, you can really see that we lack the control going forward. It'd be like taking Toby out the back four. We'd lack all control in, in our defensive third. And you take Ericsson out, the final third control the, seems to go. The most obvious that... Because I, I 100% agree with you He drags players all over the park The easiest way Do you remember Walker's goal We talk about it all the time Walker's goal in the 4-1 against West Ham mm-hmm. Walker was on the edge of the boxing With acres of room And was able to hit it nonchalantly With the outside of his right foot Because if you watch Ericsson runs and takes the right back out Who should be on Walker That's what he does really well He's, a, he's got a footballer's brain Which is brilliant Because when he loses his pace He'll still be a brilliant footballer Ericsson's grown into the left wing position too I think I guess he didn't really play out wide much for for Ajax so you know we sort of played him in that position where you're nominally out left but you can kind of go wherever you want and now I think he's more willing to go he's more willing to go wider than he ever was this time last year or even at the beginning of this year and it's working out look he got the um that back heel for Kane's goal against Arsenal from that position like he he d- yeah, it's all interchangeable for you. Can see with the front three, like they might set up Hurks and left Allison right. and Lamella right, but you, they're that's, all over the place. That's that's, that's the key to him. If, if, it, if we were playing a traditional four four two and you stuck Ericsson on the left, he's not a left winger. Mm. Right. We're playing with three You're players. Right. You're right. Um, it's quite narrow, and as you say, that they're, they're inter- interchangeable. So. Um, 
Was Deli Ali having a quiet game at the beginning, or was he, or were we? I think we were a bit swamped in the middle of the park. I just, I mean, what did it? What did it look like on TV? Um, I thought he had a quiet game. To be fair, um, he looked a bit tired. I thought um, first half, beginning of second half. Yeah. Um, and I actually said uh, to a friend that we should look about, think about replacing him, um, taking him off. Little, little do I know. Um, but yeah no yeah he looked he looked tired but I guess it's just he's played a lot of games hasn't he he's just you know 20 today I thought he looked tired last week too I was actually surprised they didn't take him off earlier but I think he does this in a lot of the big games Ali like he'll have a a quiet game for his level and then he'll pop up with a goal or an assist and he did it against Arsenal in the home game where might not have been his best, but he chased that ball down mm-hmm. for Kane, and then Kane stuck it in the top corner. And then I think to have it reminds me a lot. We say quiet games. Do you remember when we had Dempsey and he would have a quiet game and then bang and stick the ball in the back of the net? Like he's got that in him, and it's the same yeah, with Chadley yeah. as well. So like, although he, he might not have been at his best, you still know he's got the capability of and making a run and scoring goals. Exactly, doesn't he? I think he does look like he could use a week off if if we if we think we can afford it. Stoke. I don't think we can no, afford I don't, it. No, I don't think we can afford it at this stage. I mean, I, I think what is it? Five five matches five, left, yeah. and I think those the starting eleven that played yesterday, um, there'll be so much adrenaline that they'll all want oh, yeah, to play in yeah, those yeah. games. And the ones who aren't will all be knocking on the door and, and, and ready to yeah. go. So it was nice to see Dembele's tweet as well, wasn't it? Did you see that where he came out and said he's just proud to play for Tottenham Hotspur for a player who we thought we would sell to Sunderland a year ago. That's an amazing turn. He has been incredible this season. Like you see when he's not there, massive. Like it's just it's remarkable the player that he is this season. That's what I said to Mrs. ASD, I said to her, "Look, just watch him. You won't lose the ball once. He was brilliant compared to Lindegaard. Do you see those stats? No shots, no take-ons, no forward part. He was useless. Lindegaard. Two stats: the five most shots on target in the big five European leagues this season. Real Madrid." 2-4-7 2-4-7 Bayern Munich 2-3-0 Tottenham Hotspur 2-2-8 Barcelona 2-1-8 PSG 2-10 Amazing That's insane And then Christian Eriksen now has as many assists this season than he managed in the previous two seasons combined mm. which is amazing well, Wasn't there one year where he didn't have he didn't have a Premier League assist isn't, isn't that right was it last year he didn't actually Possibly but he might have scored more he, Yeah, yeah he scored more chance for sure I love that boy Um any more on Man United? I've had a, it was a brilliant time. I just think it's amazing to see how far two teams can come in opposite directions, like Spurs, from when we last beat them at home was it two thousand one yeah. to when we were mid-table at best, with finishing in the top half to now in a title race, and United have gone completely other way. It's just mad what yeah. time and a manager leaving can do. Yeah, and it does look like we dodged a bullet because Van Gaal almost came to us. Um, I guess the last thing I would say is back in about November, maybe, when they were three points ahead. Yeah. I bet a friend of mine who supports United 100 bucks that we would finish above them. Oh, wow. So I gave him three points, and now he just should pay me the 100 bucks. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, isn't it mathematical? Oh, Chelsea can't finish above us mathematically no. now, which is amazing. It's, it's got to be close for United, too. Probably another week or two. Yeah, not long. Uh, so last week we talked about the Tottenham Hotspur World Cup, which was definitely stolen by someone on Twitter I've blocked now. Idiots. <laughs> Um, at least credit your sources uh, we're going to do a World Cup where we've got 16 16 players <laughs> that's like living it 16 players in a, in a draw with our, our glamorous assistant right. um, so what we're going to do is we're going to draw T we're going to draw we've got 16 players we're going to draw one from for each group so one for A one for B one for C one for D and we'll go all the way through and then we'll do the rounds quickly We'll vote on who's the most important player to Tottenham, and then next week we'll do the next round. So we're doing, we're drawing the groups, we're qualifying the groups now. So first place in Group A is the first seed, Vimmer. Vimmer, Kevin Vimmer. Big Kev. Chicken dinner. <laughs> if you are listening, Kevin, you want to give us some chicken? <laughs> for Group B, it's Lamella. Oh, Eric Lamella. Lucky dodge for Vimmer there, I think. <laughs> So it would be Hugo? Oh, it's Hugo. That's like Spe- you Spain. Don't be you don't want to be in that group. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And for D, Ryan Mason. 
Ryan Mason, the Costa Rica <laughs> <laughs> of the World Cup. <laughs> Back into Group A. How did you fold this? I just here, scrunched. Here Chadley. Chadley and Vimmer. This is the group England would want. This is a group England would probably finish third in. <laughs> group B, Ericsson. Oh, That's Lamella. a tough one. Elamella and Ericsson. Dele Alley. Oh, group Goal. of death against Hugo. Group D, Ryan Mason. Trippier. Oh. Don't know why this is getting tense. Yeah, I'm about to tense. <laughs> I don't know why. So we're on the edge of seats here. Group A, Vimmer, Chadley, and... Danny Rose. Danny Rose. Eric Dyer. Group Eric. Oh, Lamar, Ericsson, Dyer. One of those is going out right. In group C, Hugo, Deli Ali, and... Kyle Walker. Kyle Walker. Tough draw. Still got Kane to come. And Toby. And Supian. Group D, Ryan Mason. Trippier. Dembele. Oh. Yep. Group A, Vimmer, Chadley Rose. And in fourth spot. Kane. Whoa. It's not a bad draw for Kane. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, group B, Lamella, Ericsson, Dyer. And Toby. Oh, no. That is awful. Group C, Hugo, Ali, Walker. Jan. Super Jan. And last but not least, Mason, Trippier, Dembele, and... Who are we missing? Should be Chadis. No, he's Chadis out. Davies. Davies, oh yeah. Did we forget Chadis? No. No, Chadis in Chadis in group A, right then. That's right. Group A. I'm not sure I'm going to do this properly, but... So, let's do Vimmer versus Chadley. Who, if, you, if one was leaving, one was staying, which one would you go for? Quick vote. Chadley out. Chadley out? Yeah. Okay, let's vote for the winner. So you're voting. <laughs> <laughs> Vimmer. Vimmer to be the winner. Vimmer's the winner. Yeah, yeah. Chadley. 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 Vimmer. Oh. Deciding vote. Do you know what? I'm going to go Vimmer. I'm going to go Vimmer. So that's one for Vimmer. Vimmer versus Rose. 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 That's a, a win for Rose. Uh, Vimmer versus Kane. <laughs> Kane. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Chadley versus Rose. 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 Rose again. Rose again. Uh, Chadley versus Kane. <laughs> 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 I'm not going to do that. Ooh, and then finally, Rose versus Kane. Kane, Kane, Kane. So with three wins out of three, we've got Harry Kane. And in second place, we've got Rose. No wins is Chadley. So Chadley and Vimmer lose out. Rose and Kane come through. Right. Group B, Lamella, Ericsson, Dyer, Toby. So for the winner out of the most important player out of Lamella and Ericsson. Tottenham Hotspur Family Podcast. Ericsson. 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 It's a whitewash for Ericsson. Lamella versus Eric Dyer. Dyer. Eric Dyer. 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 Oh, that's it anyway. That's Dyer. It's four. Would you have gone the other way? Would you have gone Lamella? I'm thinking. Lamella is so good right now. They're really close. Imagine the other one was really close too. without Eric Dyer in it. Yeah, alright. But the Met. <laughs> So you know, I'm going to vote for Lamella. So that's four-one. That's the Man City result. Lamella versus Toby. Toby all day long. Toby. 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 So Lamella didn't win one game. Bless him. Uh, Ericsson versus Dyer. Dyer. Ericsson. Dyer. I think. I think Dyer. I think it's an upset for Dyer. So that's three. And definitely Ericsson for me, so that's two for Dyer. Uh, Ericsson versus Toby? Toby all day long. Ericsson. <laughs> Toby. Toby. Ericsson, but that's three two to Toby. Ideal. Uh, who's left? Ericsson Dyer. Dyer and Toby. Dyer and Toby for Ericsson's out. For Dyer and Toby already for Arden. Yeah, mm. score draw. I can't believe we've lost Ericsson. Imagine our midfield without Eric Dyer in this season. Just think, you'd have had Mason or Bentelab. I have voted for Ericsson every, every single time. 
I can't believe it. I can't believe it. He, anyway, Group C. Hugo versus Deli Ali. Hugo. 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 That hurts though. Yeah, Hugo. Do you know what? The case for Deli Ali is that Hugo is peaking. He's a he's a peaking duck. Deli Ali. <laughs> <laughs> you, can't, you, you love Hugo I do love Hugo like Hugo's got the win uh, Hugo versus Kyle Walker Hugo 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 versus Supian Hugo 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 clean win he's through Dele Ali versus Kyle Walker wow. uh, right. Dele Ali Dele Ali 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 Ali's through uh, Dele Ali versus Supian this is tough. Ali. 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 That's yeah. fine. I'm going Supian to make it close, but Deli Ali's won that one. Walker versus Walker. I mean, it doesn't matter, but Walker versus Supian. Uh, Supian. Tongan. I'll go Walker. For Tongan. Tongan for me. So, Carl Walker and Supian are out for Hugo and Deli Ali. Right then. Ryan Mason versus Trippier. 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 I'm going Mason. Trippier. I'm going Mason as well, but that's a, a victory for Trippier. That's our, I think our first away win of, of the first round. Mason versus Dembele. 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 Yeah. <laughs> Mason versus <laughs> <laughs> Mason versus Davis. Uh, the Welsh Wizard. Davis. Yeah. Boy. Davis. <laughs> yeah. I'm going Mason again. Yeah, I'll say Mason. I hope that doesn't. Mason versus out. Davis. I'm going Mason as well. Whoa. Uh, Trippier versus Dembele. 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 <laughs> Dramatic pulls, there, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Dembele. Dembele, Dembele. Uh, Trippier versus Davis. Now, this is the big one. Mm. Trippier versus Davis. Davis. Trippier. Trippier. Trippier as well. I'm going Davis, but Trippier's obviously won that. And Dembele versus Davis. Dembele. Dembele. Yeah, Dembele. Yeah. Dembele. So we've lost Mason and Davis for Trippier and Dembele. So your qualifiers are Danny Rose, Harry Kane, Eric Dyer, Toby Alderweireld, Hugo Lloris, oh. Danny Ali, Trippier, and De- what is Trippier's first name? I've told Kieran. Kieran. <laughs> Never mind. He's done well to get out of his group, though. <laughs> <laughs> And Dembele, and we've lost Mason, Davis, Walker, Supian, Lamella, Ericsson, Vimmer, and Chadley. Poor Bastard. Ericsson's a surprise. Ericsson's a yeah, surprise. That's the but one, but well, that, that was a tough group. That was a tough, it was awful, that group. Uh, next week, we'll be doing the next rounds. We'll have a winner. Um, what if it just, just looking at that group B, so they've got Ericsson and Lamella, who've both um, dropped out. And Toby and Dyer have gone through. What does that say about Tottenham at the moment? Because traditionally you associate flair with Tottenham, and I'm not saying that we don't yeah, have that, yeah. but it seems as though now we we appreciate a bit of grit. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Mm. Wow. Okay, this is good. I like this feature better than it is on Twitter anyway. Uh, Jack's feature. So for those of you who don't know Jack's feature, Jack's feature we do it every week. Uh, although it's announced every week, and Jack doesn't actually do it that much. <laughs> sporadically, <laughs> sporadically, but quantity over quality, right? Exactly. Jack's going to read out one clue, and then we're each going to get a guess on which player it is, and then he's going to read out another one until we get it. Uh, if you're in the room and you think you've got it, can you just put your hand up so that you oh, don't yeah, just yeah. Well, actually Stat is not here. Stat is not here. So after the so date of birth. <laughs> So this player was born January 22nd, 1980, making him 36. I mean, you don't have to guess yet. Didier Zakora. It's fine. <laughs> it's not Didier Zakora. <laughs> uh, he signed in January 2008 for £8 million from a North East club. Oh, I think, do you want to write it down? Do you want to write it down? Oh, so we're just... We're not even guessing. I would just want to see, because if it's right, I've... I've put a lot of work in with this feature I don't want it to be over um, he made his he's nailed got it. it he's oh, nailed it Javad's absolutely got it. nailed it yeah. uh, made his debut against Everton two days after signing he scored two oh, goals whoa, 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 whoa. oh sorry. sorry do you want to oh, this is embarrassing now North East Club if you think you've got it right Dan if not wait till the next clue no oh shit <laughs> 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 
scored two goals in 49 games for Spurs. Both of those goals came against the same club. Uh, he had an injury, a lot of injuries during his time, um, and he left for Stoke in 2011. Why am I not getting this? He's got... He's got... I mean, that, this could be anyone. <laughs> he's got eight national caps. Still nothing? No. No. Can we say who your two guesses so were? He's guessed... Abbas has guessed Genus and Palacios. I thought it was Genus. Yeah. So far. Um, oh, I've got some guess. easier clues, which will... Yeah, you should get it quite quickly with these ones. Um, he had previous spells at Leeds, Newcastle and Real Madrid. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Everyone happy? Everyone yeah. happy yep. with that? Um, he's currently playing back at Middlesbrough. Um, he won the Colin Cup under Juan de Ramos. And it was, of course, Jonathan Woodgate. There was a... Well done, uh, Javad. I'm forgetting it so quickly. Should have got that. There was a brilliant advert he did called Woody's Birds, which is an incredibly sexist <laughs> advert for Middlesbrough <laughs> season tickets or something. But it wasn't sexist. It was just... it was He was actually talking about bird. It was awful... <laughs> They've deleted it, which is why I went looking for it the other week, but I can't find it anymore. He was brilliant. It's Real Madrid. Was it, was it? He scored an own goal and got sent off after waiting like eighteen months for his debut as well. Real Madrid, really and they still love him. I love that. And his two goals. One obviously was the Carling Cup final winner. Chelsea the other one was against in the four. Yeah. yeah. So both his goals were against Chelsea. I, I would have thought that he had more than fifty. Fifty appearances. Fifty. I would have thought that as well. He was there. 2008 to 2011 yeah. so he was there for a while but he did have quite a few quite a few injuries right, Jack, right. mate Jack Fitcher's over <laughs> there was no feature <laughs> there was no feature <laughs> I could barely talk I could talk about Jonathan Morgate all day war number 39 love that anything else scored the worst best goal in a final ever like being a ball punched onto his face and then <laughs> Jonathan Woodgate goal when yeah. he sent her off. And he looked surprised and kind of scared when it happened. He didn't know what hit him. Oh man, lovely greasy hair as well, like a Spaniard. Is <laughs> uh, that racist? I don't know. It's a bit weird. Yeah, I don't know why I look at you. You're my, ra- my racist point. Uh, quiz time. That I prepared earlier. Name two of the three countries that Robbie Keane scored against in the 2002 World Cup. Germany. Yeah. 2002. Spain. 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 Germany, Spain and Saudi Arabia. Good guesses. Good knowledge. Jay? Um, which famous BBC reporter once said, for those of you watching in black and white, Tottenham Hotspur are the... Motti. Oh, oh, yeah. It's Motti, isn't it? Are in the yellow strip. Brilliant. Expecting their team, baby. Motti? Yeah. Boom. What award did Martin Yeo win in 1987? Got another one. Manager of the month? No, I don't know. No. What award? Yeah. Didn't he win like? Did he not win like the UEFA Cup? Is that what it means, or is it a personal? Could be a personal one. It wasn't going to be best haircut or something. No, like no. That. If it were eighty-seven, you said. Must have been a player award. Yep, Dutch player of the year. Who was the chairman before Daniel Levy took charge? Not sugar. Come on. Sugar. Have that in your hole, Stato. <laughs> So it's it's fate that I got this card. Can I read the green one? Can I go out of order? I will do them all. Oh, we'll, we'll, do them all. Right, we'll, save, we'll save it for later then. Yeah, man. Besides a Ricky Villa hat trick, name any two of the other three players to score in Tottenham Hotspur's 6-1 win over Wolves in the 1981-82 season. Ozzy Ardellas. Gravesy. Blanche Flower. All of them. No. Garth Crooks. <sighs> yep. Um, Archibalds. Harryman, all of them. I don't know. Tony Calvin? Nope. Who is it? Glenn Hoddle, Garth Crooks, or Mark Falco. Garth Crooks? He's such an idiot, that man. <laughs> no neck weirdo. How much did Tottenham Hotspur play for Danny Blanchflower? 25 grand, 30 grand, 35 or 40 grand? 25. 30 grand. <laughs> One in four chance. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Who scored the most career goals for Tottenham Hotspur against West Ham United? Graves. Yep. Oh, how many? Thirty-five. Twenty-eight. Twenty-five. It'll be like oh, this is just 12. against West Ham. Twelve. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Thirty-five against one club would be a decent return. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The Foe's got five against Wigan in one game. That's where I was going. Go on. How many England caps did Darren Anderson win? Twenty-five, thirty, thirty-five. Twenty-five. 40. Thirty. Take thirty. 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 He's doing well here 
on Jackie Boy. Who scored Tottenham Hotspur's first goal against Arsenal in a Premiership in December 1992? <laughs> oh, um, Darren Darren Ted, I've no idea. Quite a, like a well-named striker. December 92. So Les, no, he had one absolutely amazing goal-scoring record in one season. He scored a ridiculous amount of goals. Yeah, good. No, Clive Allen. Oh, Clive Allen. December right, 92 or 82? 92, that was what we said. Who's the last man to have played for both Spurs and Chelsea and also to have managed the two clubs? Glenn Hoddle. Glenn Hoddle, yeah. Yep. <coughs> it's easy. In what year were Tottenham Hotspur formed? 1870, 1876, <laughs> 1882 or 1888? This time I've got a better chance of one in four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you want your Arsenal were formed? Oh, why would I know that? Closet fan. <laughs> <laughs> Which, this should be easy, which club did Tottenham Hotspur defeat 3 1 on the last day of the 2000 2001 season? May United. May United. And who scored for us that day? Oh, Steve Carr. Steve Carr, and then there was two Corston, was it Corston? William yeah. Corston got two, didn't yeah. he? Best goal I've ever seen, Steve Carr. <laughs> As you say every week. Go on, Amos. Hit us. Hit us with it, Amos. <laughs> 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 against which club did Spurs lose their last away game of the season for the second cons- successive year in the 99-2000 season Bolton Ch- Wanderers Chelsea 99-2000 yeah United Blackburn Fulham United <laughs> <laughs> Was that the one where if we won, Arsenal would win, and so we won one up with Ferdinand and then gifted them two goals? I guess so. I guess so. Doesn't say that on the card. Which London club did Gary Lineker score a hat trick against in September 1989? QPR. It is indeed. Come on. All right. Now, did you did you pick this card specially for me? No, no. Against at all. which club, beginning with the letter L, did my countryman Casey Keller make his fiftieth appearance for Tottenham Hotspur? Uh-huh. Leicester. Nope. Liverpool. Liverpool. There you go. I've got a stinker on this today. Must the goalpost and crossbar be white or can they be yellow? <laughs> I'm going to say they have to be white. <laughs> you are right. <laughs> From a drop ball situation, when is the ball deemed back in play? When it hits when the floor. Bounces, so. Yeah. When it touches the ground, yeah. <laughs> what is the maximum length of the field of play for an international match? <laughs> 125 yards? Oh, 130 yards? <laughs> 120. <laughs> 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 Which Tottenham Hotspur player was sent off in the 1-0 loss against Fulham in the 2005-2006 season? Michael Brown. Oh, very close. Oh, Michael Pink. <laughs> Michael Dawson. Oh, super Dawson. What is what is awarded to the opposing team if a player spits at an opponent? So indirect free kick. It's a red card. Isn't it? yeah. Who was last player to be sent off against Spurs for f- spitting? I know the West Brom geezer. Pop off. Pop off. Come on, knowledge. I was there. It was amazing. <laughs> what is it? That's a direct free kick. Oh, direct, direct free kick. Card. Which manager led Tottenham Hotspur to UEFA Cup success in 1984? Birkinshaw Keith Birkinshaw good knowledge which German club did Tom Hotspur defeat in the third round of the 1984 UEFA Cup Kaiser love it uh, Cologne Hamburg Bayern Munich Bayern Munich what was the first trophy that Graham Roberts won with Spurs (laughs) Uh, UEFA Cup Charity Shield FA Cup League Cup (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> FA Cup <laughs> what yeah one in four stars just, just, just assumed after you hadn't been awarded it that it was the wrong answer 82 no oh. <laughs> 81 then 81 <laughs> oh, this man. is um, in what famous London stadium did Tottenham Hotspur draw their 1901 FA Cup final which famous oh. London stadium 1901 I reckon it'll be like I reckon it'll be the old Arsenal ground hybrid Crystal Crystal Palace oh, excellent knowledge nice uh, question who scored for Tottenham Hotspur in their 2-1 loss to Blackburn Rovers 
in the League Cup final in the 2001-2002 oh, season. Christian Zager. Yep. Well done, well done, well done. Uh, that's the end of the show. Unless there's any other business. I want to talk about Fantasy League because we want to bring that up. <laughs> it's just, I know all the listeners will want to know what's changed. You've ruined or it. Or what this hasn't year. changed. You've ruined it this year. <laughs> uh, let's, let's have a look who's in it. Uh, I had a belt over a week. In fact, I think I smashed you this week. So How many did you get? 73. No, not quite. Oh, piss off. <laughs> I'm up to fifth, so. Someone's having it. Uh, oh, <laughs> you did do well. Uh, Dave McGuire boots the Stato, the one who's into stats and things and the intelligent one of the show. He's lost. <laughs> <laughs> still got Joe Hart as captain. <laughs> uh, he has Joe Hart as captain. Uh, Memphis Depay got no points for him. Uh, Sanya got zero points for him. And Darmian got minus one. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Sam Latchford disappointing in the family at 38 points and 17th Dan Chambers uh, bad, mate you've had a shocker it's good you're here so we can abuse you Paul Burkett Ola Holtman Brian Anderson Van Sideris Brian Sevilla Carl Woodbridge Big Swindle Mr Latchford gone up a place into 7th where I was uh, Chris Peace uh, ASD in probably the best place in 5th uh, Dan Hearn Holiday Dan is in 4th place quite far away wow I've got 1,757 points right <laughs> how many <laughs> 1,757 points Jack is in the lead with 1,951 points it's a stupid title for a cheat and Bradley Briggs is in 2nd <laughs> with 1,819 Tony Scott you're doing annoyingly well it's just stand, really, isn't it? It's not it's really not too surprising. Stand, You're 1,700th in the world. Urzil, mm. <laughs> uh, good Urzil and Pyatt skills there, mate. Yeah. yeah. yeah Have you got three Arsenal players in yours? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> they were doing really well. I haven't changed it. I've been in Japan. That's my... Uh, I've only got one. It's Bellerin as well, by the way. Oh, no, I know Urzil. I've got Urzil. <laughs> oh, he's really good. Um... That is actually the end of the show, unless you want to bring up anything else. No, nothing else. No, I don't need your ego massage. Yeah, yeah. Just, just wanted to mention um, the Spurs ladies. So they've, they've reached the final. Ryman. Ryman's Cup final. Yeah. Um, they're playing Charlton ladies this Thursday at Chessant. Um It's £5 for a ticket. Okay, in 7.30 kickoff. Yeah, 7.30 kickoff. kickoff. In Chesson. So you can get there from Liverpool Street. Yeah. Same train that goes up to White Hart Lane. Yeah. Just don't get off at White Hart Lane. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, so if anyone can get down um, and support Spurs ladies and see us win the first bit of silverware that would be great come on you Spurs uh, anything else where can we find your podcast uh, we're on Twitter at 617N17 yeah I follow uh, you guys good follow yeah it's not bad uh, sometimes I tweet drunkenly from uh, White Hart Lane yeah that's why you, that's, <laughs> that's, why, that's the best part that's why you're muted so. yeah exactly <laughs> uh, yeah and all, where all fine podcasts are sold iTunes we tweet out uh, the RSS feed that kind of thing there you go and where can we find your one? Same place, SoundCloud. SoundCloud. iTunes, all of that stuff. Um, Tom Wilson, a family podcast. Weren't you in the uh, newsletter the other day? Uh, yeah, we made the... Okay, so we interviewed um, myself and Rebecca Braddock, um, who's one of the co-hosts on, on the podcast. We went down to... She's, she's the one who starts uh, Mind the Gap. <laughs> we went down to Hotspur Way um, in February and we interviewed um, Jenna Scalacci who's a skipper of the Spurs ladies team and Evia Bergen who's a uh, who's a star striker proper Spurs fans as well aren't they yeah well J- Jenna Scalacci um, is a real diehard Spurs fan Loves and it. Uh, yeah, we interviewed them and then it, it made Spurs newsletter which which we didn't expect because nobody had told us that yeah yeah what's going to happen superb yeah. and the other one you won a competition are we going to talk about that very briefly I did win a competition um, so what was the competition and how did you enter right so the competition was to buy um, an item of clothing from I'm going to mispronounce it um, because I always say a rude word when I try to pronounce it Aquestrium I think Aquascutum Aquascutum I say yeah. something else oh, you said Aquestrium Oh, Scrotum. Scrotum, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, Ambassador's already sworn, so... Uh, sworn. We... Um, <laughs> and uh, effectively, you buy an item of clothing from, from aforementioned, and you enter a code, and that's it. Um, looking at the 
manufacturer. So I think that they're, they're the tailors that's on what that's they, right. they all suits. Um, everything is really expensive. So yeah. went through the list of well, what's the cheapest item I'm not going to buy. So I ended up buying some socks, which are just <laughs> under ten pounds. Which, by the way. Um, they're not the best quality. If <laughs> <laughs> um, anybody's from Acre, Croton is listening, then they should um, do something about that. But yeah, basically that was it. And won the competition, went down to Hotspur Way, met all the players, didn't meet Mauricio. Didn't um, turn up, did he? Didn't turn up, no, which was a bit disappointing. I know for a fact he was at the LMA Manager Awards dinner the night before. So was, he out, was he out on the lash then? He was out on the lash. Because it, it was amazing, because I knew you, it was coming, and I saw your pictures the day, and then a mate came up to me in work, he'd been to the LMA managers and got a picture with Sir Alex and Mario, and I was like, hang on, see, he's done someone over here, harsh, but who was, w- did you get to meet the players, like who was the nice ones? We got to, I've, 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 okay, so I've, I've written an article about this, um, when the, um, if, you go to, if you go to the fighting car, to mention on the podcast? We go, yeah, we can mention. Nice and cock. Um, I've written a blog about the day out, but um, met all the players, including um, some of the um, development squads who were, who were training with, with the first team. Um, they were really nice. Um, I did ask a question of, of Harry Kane and Ryan Mason, and I wasn't mm-hmm. wasn't trying to be clever or anything like that, but it was it was just a genuine question, which was why when when we got corners, when we defend corners, why isn't there a man at the post? Which I thought was a f- perfectly valid question. Um, Harry Kane's response was I don't know good question you've got you to ask the gaffer Ryan Mason got very defensive about it really? um, yeah. which is odd because there's no one on the post being defensive well, yeah, he said well how many goals have we conceded <laughs> yeah. all season from corners um, I've brought point. him to the West Ham game and the Dortmund game um, yeah. and he played in both of those games <laughs> <laughs> there you go did he then bring out the old chat shit get banged <laughs> Ryan Mason um Oh, so yesterday I was waiting for you outside. I haven't told you this outside the mega store, um, and I was I was wearing my yellow kit from last year, and had a, you know it's got the AIA logo. Three Chinese gentlemen, about fifty, came up to me, put a camera in my face, and went, "What do you think about Tottenham?" I went, "Well, I quite like them, you know." And um, he said, "What do you think is going to happen today?" I went, "I think we're going to win three 0 I said, three one," and he went. Well, I said, what do you think about Tottenham? He didn't understand me at all. I had my arms crossed. He went, can you uncross your arms, please? We're, we're the title sponsors. And I went, oh, right. So they were from AIA. So I, I might be big in China <laughs> right, right about now. Um, that's it. What a brilliant story. <laughs> <from this show. laughs> it's just interesting, multicultural. You know, it's, it's just part of the Tottenham culture. By the fans, for the fans. You can find me at ASD The Brand now. You can find you at N7, N16... No. <laughs> six one seven. Six one seven and seventeen. Yep. And if you've got a personal one or is that your yep. uh I'm at the Sean Malley. At the Sean Malley. Yep. Was Sean Malley taken or Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. At Latsford J, you're not on it. You are at Well it's my there's a Twitter handle for the podcast which is at THF Podcast. THF Podcast? And my own Twitter handle is too much of a mouthful, so I'm not gonna Okay. Yeah. But you're the quickest podcaster, you pretty much do it on the day, don't you? Try to do it on, on, on the day where that doesn't happen or doesn't sort of really work well is away matches. Um, yeah. And then it's typically the next day. So next Monday I'm going up to Stoke um, and we're recording bastard. a podcast. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Lovely part of the world up there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> have to wait until you get into a place where they've got electricity before you can record <laughs> again. Dirty cave and stuff. Get out. into Stoke, get out of Stoke as quickly yeah, as possible. Yeah. Just protect yourself at all times. Uh, Any more? We've gone on for far too long. <laughs> I guess the last thing I'd say is we actually I forgot to mention it we got to take a tour of the ground oh, yeah, with yeah. Gary Mabbitt yeah. love, love. lovely man lovely man is that it? That, yeah that's basically <laughs> it it was cool I don't know you got to go to his lounge right? yeah they took us to his lounge which isn't really part of the tour but What's when most memorable with Gary Mabbitt he should take you into what it. was the most memorable part of the tour because there were a lot of people who haven't done the tour yeah um, basically just seeing the pitch from the tunnel um Actually, and the the mural they have is really really cool. Where they they ask fans to send pictures of themselves. Our Boston Spurs group is in there twice, and it's it's a mural of the like the fans behind the logo and to dares to do and all that. So that's a pretty inspiring. Like walk out from the Hall of Fame, then you see the fan mural, and then that's where you start to see the pitch. Like right amazing, you turn that corner. Yeah, yeah, amazing. You didn't have a Adam Richmond moment when you saw the pitch for the first time and started crying. The first time, I, it was like, you know, goosebumps, all, yeah. all the goosebumps, all the hair on your neck stands up. I went, I went last year on the tour as well. Oh, amazing. Because so. that, that is the thing. That's it. I remember my first game against Villa. Like the, When you see the pitch 
mainly yeah. through the gaps you know when you're going it's, it is magical because yeah. it's perfect and oh man it's so good um, we smashed United 3-0 and we just we sort of crossed over it because because <laughs> it was just so easy I mean they've made all sorts of excuses we wouldn't take any of their team they're useless and we're talking about uh, anything else? no gents thanks very much for turning up I really appreciate it we'll speak to you in a week and a bit we've got a guest coming in not this week the week after uh, I'm really excited this is a very senior man in football so we've got some great questions um, it's really exciting uh, but until then whatever happens don't forget the future's bright the future's nearly white come on you Spurs
Professor's top free kick at Wembley Aussie's knees have gone all trembly And a ten requires assembly Danny Montauer Local boy Ledley King Greaves he's scoring everything Glenn Hoddle, Chrissy Waddle Lee Young-Kyo Casey Keller, USA, Woodgate is not fit to play Amatini, Kudachini, Freddie Canute Gary Mabbitt in Chilin Sergi Rebel for the win Run for me, Nick on me, 4-3 Stout Terry Heroes in white and blue We've all loved you since 1882 Even when I'm feeling grey Despite the tears and pain, I go to White Hart Lane Lineker playing fair Modric here, there, everywhere Pat Jennings, luscious hair Super Vertonghen Adliachenko, number nine Nine from the halfway line Villa's running 81 Under Twin Towers Daniel Levy's transfer steals Harry Redknapp steals a wheel The legend Steve Perryman, MBE Hugo Loris clean sheet Born at Stefan Dalmatti I'm playing out what I'll play Nicola Bertie white and blue This one's for Billy Nick His football did the trick He showed the world what Spurs could do The League and Cup we won in 1961 Aaron Lennon's London shoes Gareth Bailey used to lose Alan Hart and we all knew his passport said to Spain Berbatov turn and strop Hartsy saving from the spot Beat Chelsea at Wembley we lifted the League Cup Madonna is a spur We're the football connoisseurs Chaz and Dave Scott me raised Chappie the cockerel Mendes shoots from halfway Carol Pondling the same Clattenburg Waterberg Doesn't give the goal Abizela's work of art Tricky Rafa van der Vaart He's got no head We don't care Martin Martin Yo Lily White's from White Hart Lane Red so Ziegler Sounded just like Ziegler Getting to the grounds of pain Getting nasty blisters down the Seven Sisters Teddy and to equalise Ginger Pele in disguise People speak of the technique that Jason does a lot Jamie Redknapp on TV We love Alan Mullery Raziak, don't come back And Asimovic Crenshaw substitution Top Arbuster's distribution Jermaine Defoe He's Cisco These linguistic skills Scott Parker could not try harder Danny Rose is 30 other Darren Bent's headed wide Sandra could have scored that and right. We sold to Cora And we dropped some aura Spurs make my dark days bright But it makes me sad The sticker was so bad Bobby Keane in the box Edgar David Redlocks Palacios Stripey socks, Everson hat trick, Dave McKay picking fights, European glory nights, Terry Dyson go on my side, Tim Jones on the wing. Dean Richards, John White, legendary Lily White, how dare I forget? Who there is to do? Clive Allen, Paul Allen, Joe Allen, Les Allen, Roy Allen, Russell Allen, Alan Gilsey, White on Lane. As a Yuki Toda, bet his free kick over We treat Judas with disdain His transfer was a farce, so shove him up your ass. This is the Liam Hawkers page to go Best boy, yeah, free kick Gomez made super saves, he can shag my wife Etherington loved the cookies Andy Reid loved the cookies Star Wars music and some rookies right before the game Heroes in blue and white when I feel depressed, they got to know where I'm dressed Boy, won't give up the fight Will Fox never quits, you can be sure of it Robinson's long shot, ABB's deep squat David Howe's on the prowl in the FA Cup Andy Sinton's England call, Michael Brown starts a brawl Peter Crouch, eight foot tall, Jürgen Klinsmann's dive Some Wenger's dodgy vision Howard Webb's bad decision Roman Vega playing Sega Sandra's Kung Fu kick Eric Tilton looking swell Espen Barson, Leonard and Smith and Chip Is bound to score Give me more and more and more Heroes in white and blue We love to win in style We've done it for a while It's better to rain very high 
and a football story will echo with glory. Lee wants some white on May. If the budget allows, the anchor will be ours. Thanks, Dave Hudson, 44. If he were here, we'd find a boy appear. Heroes in white and blue. This one's for Billy Nick, it's the who did the trick. He showed the world what's for to do. The Reading Cup we won in 